Hey, how's it going? I'm Dave Lasowski, and this is How to Win with Video. In this episode, I'm joined by David Bibiano. David is the owner of Take 17 Video Productions, and he's also the co-creator of the Real Deal Video Strategist Club. I really wanted to get David on here because a lot of what he's doing with the Real Deal Video Strategist Club is something that I'm also super passionate about, and that's getting video creators and videographers and video business owners up to speed on business, not just the creative aspect of things. One of the big focuses that David has with his program is securing retainer deals, which is so important for people in the world of video because of that uh, inconsistency and unpredictability with when the next project is coming in. Some of the things that you're going to hear us talk about in this conversation include why it's important to study logistics, not just tactics, how to avoid revenue inconsistency in the video business with retainer deals, which industries work best with these types of deals, dominating your competitors during COVID, how to use Clubhouse as an entrepreneur, and how David's helping video creators find and achieve financial stability. We're going to jump right into it with David talking about the single most important quote that he learned during basic training that has basically shaped his entire life and the way that he does business. Here we go. On day two of, of basic training, when I showed up Fort Benning, Georgia, um, and we were there day two, our drill sergeant said, you guys need to remember this quote, uh, and you, you're going you're gonna to think about this years later. And he told us the quote is actually from a Marine Corps general uh, named Robert H. Barrow. And the quote is, amateurs talk tactics, but professionals study logistics. And um, at the time, I was like, I have no idea what you mean, dude. I wrote it down. So I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be doing extra pushups if I didn't remember it, but I was still trying to figure out, you know, how to put my patches on my uniform and stuff. Um, so I really didn't understand what he meant at the time. Um, but fast forward through my time in the army, I started to see exactly what he meant. Um, this, this general in the Marine Corps. And basically what he's saying is, listen, you can have, you can have the, the, the most, awesome soldier, right? Army Ranger, Navy SEAL, uh, you know, the, the craziest Marine that out there, right? They can be the best of the best. Um, but that just makes them tactical. They're, they're very tactical in their actions. They have specific actions that they execute, but in order for them to accomplish their mission, if, if they're standing on the flight line and their mission is 500 miles away and they don't have an aircraft to get them there, they are not going to be successful in, in their mission. So the logistics of moving that soldier, that team, that platoon, their equipment, all their stuff, the logistics that get them to the place where they can execute their mission to be successful is, is really what professionals do. So I knew after going through the army, after being in the business world and, and wanting to launch my production company, I knew that was going to be the cornerstone because in video production, you can have the greatest gear. You can be the best creative person out there, right? And, and you can create a video that is phenomenal. But if you are going to help a business and I, I, all I do is work with businesses, I'm corporate video strategist, so I don't do weddings or anything like that. But if you are going to create a, a, a video or a set of videos for a business, you actually have to move that video. It can't stand there on the flight line waiting for the logistics. Like it has to be moved. That There's a message embedded in that video, whatever it is. And that message has to go to the place where it's going to be effective so that the end user or the watcher, the audience 
takes an action on that video, whatever that is, you know, uh, if it's for a business, you know, schedule an appointment, buy our product now, come and apply for a job. Um, you know, you want to invest in us, whatever it is, that video has to move. And it seems very apparent that in the video world as creators, there's so many people out there that are just so focused on the one, the tactical piece of creating the video that nothing else follows. And then we end up giving videos to business owners who don't know how to use the, the video, don't know how to move it properly. And it doesn't get any results. It just falls flat and it's a waste of time and it's a waste of money. So, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, of, of controversial videos out there that are just flat wasting people's time and money. And, and that's, that's certainly not the reputation that, that you should be, um, looking for as, as a video professional. I love that you put it that way, man. You can be the most tactically prepared piece of content. It can on paper be able to get everything done if people watch it. But that's that's really the matter of fact is logistically, how are people going to watch it? So I know a lot of people who would would hear that and think that's not my job. I'm here to make videos and show up and make it look incredible. It's like people have marketing teams for that. But we're kind of in an age now where if you are creating these videos, it's no longer just like commercial creation. There's a pocket of the industry that obviously still functions that way. But if you're trying to operate in uh, as a video strategist, which a lot of people are picking up more and more nowadays, there needs to be some type of follow through. If you're not going to run campaigns and run ads and everything, you at the very least need to be thinking about how logistically this thing that you make is going to get used. Right. And I, I think that there's a, a big distinction, like, and a lot of people will tell me, listen, I don't, I don't want to do all that stuff. That's just not what I, I don't want to look at ad campaigns. I don't want to, and that's fine. But what I tell them is if, if you got to draw the line on the sand between being a creator and being an entrepreneur, right? If you want to be a creator, fantastic. Go get hired by a, a video agency where they take care of all that other stuff. They take care of getting the clients, you know, all that extra stuff. That way you can just do what you like. You just create, right? But if you want to be, you want to be your own boss, you want to be the entrepreneur, then you start to wear all of these other hats. And if you want to do this for companies, then you're going to have to look at everything else that's going on. And, and we had a, actually had a clubhouse last night. We we're talking about this. Um, but somebody said, you know, what if I just want to stay in my lane, but I want to be my, my own, uh, business owner, entrepreneur, there's nothing wrong with staying in your lane. Right. But just because you're staying in your lane on the road, doesn't mean that you don't see what's going on on this lane and what's going on in this lane. You're not just focused here. You may not actually drive into that lane, but you know, what's going on you know, everywhere, or you should anyways, if you're driving safely, <laughs> which means that you really should understand how, you know, Facebook works or how Google works or how email marketing campaigns work or all these other things. And if you understand that and you can be proficient at articulating that to a potential client, then you're going to raise your credibility instead of just the person that says, I'm just here. I got my camera. I can shoot in 4k let's go. Now, like understand what's going on in the road around you, lay out a plan that makes sense for the entire road to get from point A to point B. And then listen, you can execute your part of it and, and you know, either partner with their marketing team or partner with a marketing agency to run distribution for you. But just because you're standing in your lane doesn't mean not to understand what's going on uh, in the industry. Yeah. The bar has been raised, man. And it's 
it seems to be it's almost expected nowadays that um, at least to a to a certain caliber that people running video agencies or, or video businesses are going to at least understand some of that. You know, there's definitely a, a distinction between the people who are just getting hired for a couple hundred bucks to come in with a camera and shoot something versus the people who are running their own business and and know what they're shooting for. Like, how have you seen this in uh, in your area, in your pocket, the people that you've been working with? Uh, ha- have you noticed a clear distinction between those levels? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's very, very clear. Um, and what's interesting is ever since COVID hit, um, it, it makes it even more apparent. And, and, and what I'm, what I'm noticing is that smart businesses are leaning into video content. They're, they're realizing the importance of it now more than ever, but at the same time, their bottom lines are getting hit, right? Everybody's bottom line is, is, is struggling, is getting hit. And that's, that's just what happens when we go through a thing like COVID. It doesn't mean that they're not going to invest in what they need in video, at least the smart ones, but they are going to be more intentional about the way they spend their money. Whereas before, you know, five years ago, they might've been like, yeah, okay, well, you know, $50,000, let's go ahead and do it, you know, without, really digging in and understanding the strategy, right? Like that may have happened now. It's like, okay, if we're going to spend $50,000, we need to be sure that there's a, there's a plan and there's a strategy behind this, that we're going to get an actual return on our investment. We can't be cavalier with our spending right now. Um, We're going to invest, but we have to make it happen. So there is a very clear distinction of, uh, you know, video professionals that are coming in and right now absolutely crushing it absolutely crushing it and getting more business than they've ever had before because they're coming in with more than just their camera. And I'll be honest from a production standpoint, when I'm, when I'm going in, you know, for, you know, uh, trying to, to land a job, I love it when I have other videographers coming in behind me. I love it. Cause they're not talking strategy like I'm talking. So that only increases my value. Uh, and that's, really a, that's a, a selfish point. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, so okay. I want to help. This guy's so much higher now because of what just came after. Exactly. And, you know, I want to see everybody do well, but you know, if it's, if it's me getting the business or somebody else getting the business, of course, I, I want my, my value to be high, but it's very, very apparent right now, uh, where I'm at anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, um, it's an interesting thing talking about the return on investment because it's, it's such a, uh, an important aspect now with everything going on. Like you said, people are not just or at least not everyone is just throwing money willingly and just without doing any research into something, they're expecting some type of result, some type of outcome that's going to make them their money back. Now, I know that you have been running your program, the real deal, helping people kind of accomplish all these different tasks that you're talking about, sort of taking people from these average run of the mill, low end videographers coming out with a camera and morphing them into these people much like yourself that are actually helping businesses uh, spend money wisely because it's going to help them get a return. Talk about that a little bit and like why the, the need that you recognize and how you're filling it. Yeah. So there's an obvious need. I mean, we're all part of these video groups, you know, so whatever group it is and you, you see people struggling, you see people, 
you know, wondering why they're not getting paid or when their next paycheck is going to come or when their next gig is going to come. And it very much is for a lot of people that starving artist mentality when where they're, they're the creator and they're, they struggle with the entrepreneurial part of how do I actually make this a living? Um, and on the hundreds of calls that I've been on at this point, everybody that I talk to is, is comfortable and proficient with their camera. But when I talk to them about the business and strategy side of, Hey, how are you going to use videos to make this business better? Like the, the business that you're working with, they struggle to answer that question. And it's, it's even more apparent when, you know, I'll ask them, do you believe that your videos can help make that business more successful? Like, let's say for instance, the, the main goal is sales. And they say, yeah, I can, I can get them more sales. And I say, okay, awesome. So let me see your video strategy to get your own business more sales, right? Because if you can get that company more sales, theoretically, you should be able to get business for yourself through using your own videos. And this light just like, boom, like just pops on for so many people. It's crazy. Um, but, you know, opening your mind to that, like there's more to it than just creating. I actually have to strategize to bring leads for my business, but then I have to execute a plan or at least present a plan that makes sense that a business owner is going to say, okay, that makes sense. Let's go ahead and move forward. Um, so it's incredibly important. So yeah, the Real Deal Video Strategist Club, myself and, and my partner, Mark uh, Cloutier, he owns three marketing agencies. So he doesn't do video. He's just a master when it comes to running ads, running, you know, campaigns and all this stuff. So we put a program together right there. (laughs) Yeah. He's, he's just, he's a Jedi at it. So, um, we, we combined our knowledge, um, and we put together a a well-rounded program that goes over video strategy, goes over distribution, how to run ads on all the, all the relevant platforms, um, and how to actually bring, a plan to the table when you're going to, you know, try to close a video production deal. So, uh, yeah, we launched about nine months ago and, and we've got several, uh, about 225 people at this point have joined the club and, uh, they're crushing it, which is exciting. I love that, man. What's been like the biggest outcomes or the biggest wins that you've seen from the people that you've been working with the, of those 225 people, what's been the most like <sighs> standout, Holy shit. We helped make this happen moment. Well, so there's been several and, and I, I lose count. <laughs> um, so one of our pilot students, um, Scott Rippey, he's, he's big in a lot of the groups. He, within, I think the first month and a half or so closed like a $45,000 retainer project, which was awesome. Uh, that was his biggest project. Uh, one of our other guys, Tyler, um, Tyler's super cool dude. He launched his business like right at the beginning of COVID and (laughs) it's, it's hard launching any business right? in normal times. When you've got a global pandemic weighing on your shoulders on top of everything else, it's like, what did I just do? (laughs) Yeah. So I, and, and he struggled, he struggled last year, you know, and and to the point where he was like, you know what, he, he set a deadline. He's like, you know, if if I don't get more video production deals by March of of 2021, I'm going to have to go back to working my nine to five. Well, he implemented all this stuff that we we've kind of worked on and it has come around full force. So since January 1st through right now, I think he's closed about $35,000 in deals, uh, and retainers. That might be my favorite one. That might yeah. be my favorite one because he, he was on that edge. He, he pushed it to the limit yep. and, then, and then he broke through, which is exciting. That's awesome, dude. Walked himself back, 
stared in the face of death for his business and then was like, mm, no, we're going to make something happen here. <laughs> Listen, being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. You know, so, sometimes you come to that edge and you're like, oh my God, I'm about to fall off. Um, <laughs> and he, he certainly, he certainly came to that point, but it's, it's really cool to see him excelling now and then sharing his story and, and helping other people as well. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. That's such a huge thing too, is being able to uh, use those wins as kind of your own momentum, but then inspiring other people around you that that saying, you know, rising tide lifts all ships. I love that because it, there's no point in, in having everything as like a competition. There are so many businesses that need what you're offering, what we're, what we're giving to them, uh, that it's, it's more, makes more sense to just be, act as a community and raise each other up. So it's cool hearing that that's happening. Um, I'm sure that things are going to keep skyrocketing because there's such a need for this. And I know that the momentum is going to be building. Now you're getting people with huge wins and everything. People are going to see that. So one of the things that I wanted to kind of loop in on though, is I know that for your production agency, you're doing a lot of like big term, uh, long-term retainer deals. And I'm not sure if that's something that's getting pushed as, as much in, um, in the real deal program, but can you kind of like touch on that from the perspective of the businesses you're working with, what is the major benefit or advantage to them uh, for signing on to like a content creation and video strategy retainer deal? Huge, huge benefits. So, and there's been, I'll talk about the benefits for, for the, 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 the client as well as for the, the, the video production company, whoever's going to do it. So for the client, listen, like I said, smart companies are leaning into video. They know they need it and they know they need consistency with it. So companies that say, okay, listen, we're going to create X amount of videos over this period of time. And we're willing to pay X amount of dollars to make that happen. What's happening for them is they're getting consistent content that's coming out regularly and has a specific purpose. Um, so it's not like on again, off again, on again, off again. And they are right now educating their customers or potential customers at, at a, at a much, much higher level right now. You cannot over communicate with your customers. It doesn't matter what you're selling. If you're selling, uh, you know, homes, you're selling cars, you're selling some sort of service you cannot over communicate right now because the world is, is in a weird place and you being front and center as a business and communicating your value is, is extremely important right now. So the, the, the clients that are digging into that and really laying out a long-term strategy are seeing those big time results. The, 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 um, the return on investment is huge. And a lot of times, like say for instance, they pay $50,000. That's the, that's the, the, the term of the contract they're getting a return on investment before they've even paid that contract off, right? They might have $250,000 in revenue that's built off of that, that video strategy. And they're only, you know, X amount of, of dollars into actually paying for the strategy. So it's cool for them to get a, a return before they ever even pay off the deal. Uh, and then from the, from the video standpoint, you know, if you're, you're a video strategist, you, open yourself up to so much. Your cash flow is spread out over a period of time, right? So you have consistent cash flow that's coming into your business. It's regular. Uh, so you have that stability. Um, you also stretch out your workflow. So you're not bottlenecked on like, I just landed this giant client and I'm going to 
I'm going to tackle it all month. Right. And, and we're going to do it in one month. Now we're going to spread this out over seven months. And what that allows you to do is not abandon your sales process and your sales pipeline where you're so focused in on one month and you're so busy creating that you forget to continue to sell, but you're like, okay, listen, I'm going to work for four days for this company this month. And I've got 26 other days during the month where I can either work with other clients or work on my sales or work on my networking. And it spreads everything out so smooth. And once you've got like three or four retainer contracts stacked on top of each other, and you've got this consistent wave of, of income coming in, next level, dude. Yeah. Next level. That's huge because that seems to be the biggest problem that video creators and video strategists and really anyone in the creative field has it's that that wave where you have the high months where maybe you you get several deals or a huge deal all at once and then you're rushing you're rushing you're rushing all your focus is going into that and then in that time yeah you feel great because you're getting shit done but then you're like oh my god i forgot that i also run a business <laughs> it's like you're right. putting all this work into someone else's rather than putting it into yours and then you hit that that spiral down and you have to bounce back. And it's just this wave function that keeps going on and on. And so what you've done effectively here with these retainer deals is said, no, 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 I don't like that anymore. Let's just level this out and kind of continue this upward growth trend. Right? Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly what it is. So at this point, about 85% of my work is uh, retainer based. I very rarely take one-off projects. Um, because it's, it's more effective time-wise it's, it's in the, in business, you're an entrepreneur, you're running business cash flow is extremely important. So knowing that I have contracted and guaranteed an X amount of dollars coming in every month, 15, 20, 25, $30,000, whatever it is every month, you, you have the ability to make so much better business decisions when you're not in a place of desperation and you have that coming in. It's, it's, if there's one thing that I would suggest to somebody that wants to run their own company is get to a point where you're, you're on retainer contracts with your clients and, and then, and then it's exponential growth at that point. That's what everybody wants. That's the goal. That's, that's the dream for most people, but you're making it an attainable goal which is uh, such an important thing for this industry in general. Now, have you noticed from, from the, the business perspective, from the video production perspective, are there industries that this type of deal works best with? Where like, I, cause I know you've worked with, or one of your main clients is that the home builder, right? Do, have you seen that industries like that really benefit more so from retainer deals? Um, or maybe on the flip side, are there industries and businesses that really would be hindered by retainer deals? Um, yeah. So <clears throat> the, the home builder client, um, is they're my, they're my, they're my biggest client, hopefully not forever. I'm going to, I'm going to land some clients that are bigger eventually. Uh, but at this point they're, they, you know, they're, they're over a quarter of a million dollars, uh, for, for my video production company, which is fantastic. Um, but the, they're a home builder and, and real estate is an industry right now, which is, is kind of an opposite trend of every other industry. Like real estate is absolutely booming right now. People are buying houses. People are building houses. I'm building a house right now. Um, we can't demand, sell houses quick enough, man. 
It's like it's two days on the market and something's gone. Yeah. And it's interesting. Um, my builder client is a little bit different. They, they only build homes for people that own their own land. So you actually have to own your own land and then you build a, a custom home on that land. So they have a very niche, um, area and they have competition. Their competition didn't lean into creating video. My, my client was like, we're all in let's go. And, um, in 2020, they, they, they saw record sales and they've been around for like 89 years or 88 years or something like that. So in, in the year of COVID, uh, they saw record sales. So, you know, working with home builders, working with architects, working with land developers, I could see how video production would be phenomenal right now. Uh, services industries, you know, tag right off of the, that real estate. So people like electricians, general contractors, home security services, uh, roofers, plumbers, stuff like that right now is a phenomenal time to, um, to, to do video, uh, video strategies. And, and honestly for video production, people out there, those people are everywhere, right? Yeah. You go to a networking group and 75% of the networking group is home services stuff. And that is easy, easy deals to land. Um, and, um, help them out. So that's a phenomenal uh, place to do. There are industries that, you know, I've, I've, I've coached a few people who are trying to land some stuff with like movie theaters and places like that, that, that are struggling right now. So I don't know how effective, you know, an all out retainer based agreement would be for, you know, entertainment things or tourism. I haven't done much of that. I could see how, you know, it might not be as smart to do a retainer based uh, deal in, in those areas not saying that it wouldn't work. I just, I haven't worked with any companies that would. Right. Yeah. Well, in a, in another interview that I did actually at the time that we're recording this, the episode will be out, uh, tomorrow. I was talking with Megan Turner and Paige Burns who are part of the video warrior group. They're kicking ass. They are co-running their own program right now too. And they were saying that, Years ago, if you were a business and you didn't have a website, it was this immediate lack of trust from the, from the customer perspective. It's like, well, why don't you? Everybody else has. This is kind of the bar has been raised. You should have something now. And then nowadays, it's almost like if you don't have any type of video, if you're not showing what your business is doing, if you can't show me that, uh, why not? Like, what is it that you can't show me or aren't willing to show me. So it's kind of seeming like for all these service industries, if you're the one who is stepping up and deciding, you know what, let's show everybody, let's show them what we're about and what we do and all of that. Like, so I'm not seeing nearly as many people as there should be adopting that. So you're immediately the one that stands out. It seems like a no brainer to work with these people. Yeah. Uh, you know, an educated customer is a happy customer. And like I said earlier, the, the video has a message, right? Whatever that is. And it's intended to be delivered to somebody. And if you can deliver that message in, in the, the easiest, uh, and most effective way to consume and it's done professionally, then your credibility level just goes to 10 right? There's a lot of skepticism right now for a few reasons. Like I said, um, COVID makes it so that people are being more intentional with their purchase decisions. And that's on the consumer end as well, right? Everybody's, uh, a lot of people, their, their, their pocketbooks are hurting. So they're more intentional with their spending. 
Um, but then also, you know, information overload sometimes, you know, you, you get so many people that are, are trying to communicate with you, who's going to communicate in the way that makes sense. And, and too many or more times than not, it's, it's the videos that are done appropriately and distributed appropriately that they kind of just hit, hit right they, where they need to hit. And, and, and that level of credibility and trust is it's invaluable. You can't, you can't measure that. Because in a, in somebody's mind that's about to to spend their money, that's that's all the difference in the world when they trust you. Yeah, that that can be the make or break point in a in a purchase decision. Ultimately, it's like if you don't know this person, you have to decide: Do I like them enough to either trust them with my house? As you said, trust them with my house. <laughs> <laughs> Something just falls in my house. <laughs> I didn't trust the right person, apparently. Perfect timing. That was great. <laughs> um, but really, it's like it, at that point in decision, you are deciding, is this person someone that can be trusted with, one, my, my money, my time, and my possessions? And if you are stepping up and saying, here's what we're all about. We're totally open. Look at our process and what we're about. It, it makes it a no brainer. So it's almost, it's really just a no brainer to, to implement these types of things. And I just, I'm happy to see it becoming more commonly accepted in our industry overall to be like, yes, let's come into this with a game plan. It's been a long time yeah. coming. Yeah. That game plan is, is it's, it's a game changer. Um, and I mean, we listen, we, we live in the 21st century, right? We're, we're 21 years into the 21st century. And it's interesting to see people using 20th century tactics. Like every time I drive down the road and I see a billboard, which I never really noticed, but every time I look over and there's a bill, I'm like, why, why would you spend $3,000 a month on a billboard? Yep. I've have you ever sense. seen a billboard and decided to go do more research on that company. Not once. I haven't. <laughs> Not once. Um, so it's interesting. Um, and, and the plan, when you, when you lay out a plan that makes sense, that a business owner can understand it, it makes everything and everybody so much more successful. It, and it makes everybody so much more comfortable too. look, we, we want to enjoy, we want to this, the process of creating a, a video and a video strategy and implementing it and, and, and growing sales for your clients and all this stuff that should be fun, right? Like that should be exciting. Um, and when you, when you can, you can make somebody comfortable enough to go through that process and they enjoy it, that's, that's a different thing. And then that's when, you know, it's your, your dream of, of running your own video production company becomes a reality, right? And people are actually giving you money to help them out because they see the value in what you provide and mind blown. What a wonderful moment and realization that is, right? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So you were talking about how we're in the 21st century right now, and some people are still using these outdated methods of marketing. And we're seeing more and more uh, marketing techniques, strategies, and platforms popping up uh, what feels like every day. And I know earlier you brought up Clubhouse. Yeah. And I actually was, was browsing through your page on Facebook earlier. And I, I saw that you were like hosting a multiple hour, basically just like workshop for video creators on clubhouse. How has clubhouse kind of integrated into your, uh, marketing processes for either your personal or your business brand? 
Uh, so we're pretty, we're pretty new on the clubhouse train. Um, and I gotta say, I'm, I'm loving the platform. It's, it's a phenomenal platform. It's easy to use. It's, it's simple. And I love the simplicity. Um, you, you just hop on, you don't, you don't have to set up lights and cameras, like a zoom call, you know, you don't have to do all this. You don't have Facebook live, all that stuff. And it's bringing people into a space where they can network. They can ask questions. They can, they can communicate their knowledge and their, their understanding of subjects. Um, and it's easy. It's easy. I, I've, I, I want them to open up and, and do it for Android. I struggle using, and this is why we're new to it is because, you know, we've got our club, the real deal video strategies club, where we have people that are Android, so they can't join the conversation. So I'm really hoping they change that soon, but from a business standpoint, it's undeniable. The, the power of this wave that we're riding on this, on this platform, um, it's hot. Who knows if it's going to be hot forever, but for right now, it's awesome. And in that, that workshop that we did the other day, we had, you know, people that hopped on at the beginning, caught the hour that they wanted to catch and then hopped on two hours later and, and got more content. And, um, it was awesome to be able to do that over a period of time. And, and the, the amount of value in conversation like that is, is phenomenal. Yeah. That was going to be my next question was, is it something you see being a long-term strategy or, or sustainable? Because, um, we, we haven't really been able to test that. It is still so new. I know you said you're new to it, but we really only saw this kind of exploding within the past two months. Maybe do you see it being something that's going to have some staying power? Uh, I do. I do. Um, what's interesting is the virality of it, um, in, in the exclusivity of it. And I, I don't know if they did that on purpose or if they're just because they're in their beta testing, but the whole, you have to have an invite to get in, um, kind of just made that curiosity level go to another level. Um, I saw and- for a week straight, two weeks straight, every single Facebook post and every single Facebook group was does somebody have a clubhouse invite. Can I get yeah. on clubhouse? I'm missing out. <laughs> it's that FOMO. It, it really is the FOMO. Um, so I think that it's going to last simply because it's very simple. You know, if you, if you just want to hop in and listen to an expert, uh, you know, and in, in, in a subject that you're interested in, you can hop on and listen. And, and, you know, if, if you hop into a place where you want to ask a question, you may be asking a question to somebody you idolize, right? It could be, you know, I was, I was in a, a, a room the other day and Chris Doe was talking and, and Chris Doe is phenomenal. And I love watching this stuff and just being able to be there and potentially ask a question to him is, is different. It's a, it's a different level of accessibility to people who have knowledge that, that you could use to, to better yourself in any subject. So from the standpoint of how simple it is to use, I think that it's going to be, I think that it's going to be around for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a lot of people comparing it to kind of how Twitter was at the beginning where Twitter came in and tore down this barrier to the celebrities and, and idols in people's lives. It's all of a sudden you can just go tweet at them and there's a chance that they will respond to you. And that was kind of more or less unheard of at the time. And now what you were saying, like clubhouse is doing something similar where you could potentially field a question to someone who just like is your idol in your field or, or anything like that. I mean, I'm not just seeing like business owners on there. I'm seeing there's a lot of rappers and musicians 
that are doing certain things too. And it's cool seeing the crossover too, between different industries of how you're, I'm realizing at least a lot more people in music are very entrepreneurial and there's a lot of paths crossing, which is cool to see too. So I, I think for that reason, it's going to have some staying power, even if it's, I mean, I've never been a huge fan of Twitter. That's just me. But, and I think Twitter has been seeing some kind of decline a little bit in, in popular use, but you figure like people are still using the, the shit out of Twitter. They're hopping yeah. on there and just like sending things out kind of casually at the very least, I think clubhouse is going to have that type of staying power. I, yeah, I, I agree. Um, and, and I think that it's going to be, I think that LinkedIn is going to have, uh, a problem with clubhouse. I, I see this being used as, as a networking opportunity, um, it, that could be a competitor to, to LinkedIn. Um, cause you're right. You, you hop onto these, these things and you, you realize how, entrepreneurial people are and how passionate they are and how much knowledge they have and the amount of business that can be done over a platform. Like this is crazy. I've, I've already done business like production company wise, like I've already made a connection and done business and I'm pretty new to it. So I see this being one of those things that's like the 21st century golf course, right? We're all going to go play a round of golf and we're going to talk business, but it's going to be right here on our, on our iPad. Um, and people are going to connect and they're going to do business. And I, I, I see this thing sticking around for a while, but right now it's hot. It's hot. Well, well, you know, it's new. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's still early for people to get in if they can, if they have the invite and if they have an iPhone or, and not an Android, uh, device. So get in while you can. It, it's interesting to see how, um, how many people kind of are late adopters to these different types of things. Like that was, that was me with TikTok, And cause like, I, uh, I, I don't know your feelings on it, but I see TikTok and I'm just like, I see all the surface level crap, you know, it's like, Oh, the youngest generation coming up and doing whatever, like the new trends are. But I had a conversation with someone the other day who was like, you gotta like this, the algorithm serves you. It's going to sh- start showing you the stuff that you're interacting with. Like I buddy of mine was like, all I see is like entrepreneurial type stuff and like marketing tips and all those types of things. Um, and if I would have known that and gotten off my, like my pedestal or whatever, you know, then I could have been an earlier adopter there, started using that platform. Who knows what that, what impact that could have had. So it's kind of like get in on this while you can, because this could be the next big thing. And even if you are only really hot on it while it's hot, what could that do for you? Yeah. And uh, I'm not, a giant fan of TikTok, um, but like I mentioned, it, it, I'm, I'm not a giant fan of it because I don't, I don't think that it's going to have a giant impact on my business. However, like I said earlier, you know, just simply because I'm not going to, I'm going to stay in my lane, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to know what's happening on TikTok because I may run into a client where TikTok makes all the sense in the world um, to have video, video, um, you know, production and, and content going on there. So it's extremely important for me to understand the capability of that platform and to understand it at a, a basic or even a moderate level. That way I can advise my clients on how to do that. Um, clubhouse on the other hand, I could see a direct impact to my business. So I'm going to be more of a, a clubhouse person than I am a TikTok person, but 
simply knowing the playing field is, is, is a different thing. Yeah. It's, it's so important because like you said, when you're laying out that roadmap for a business and saying, here's where everything is. And here's what I think is going to be the best route. You might not nine times out of 10, you might not go to that far part of the map, but for the one time that that's going to make sense, you at least want to know like, all right, here's what we're working with over there. So it all plays into it. Now, are you getting clients for your production business? Are you getting people that come into your program primarily through clubhouse? What's kind of the market there? Both. Yeah. Um, so I was randomly in a different room and, uh, we, we, I ended up connecting with somebody that closed a deal, um, for my production company. That was the first time I'm pretty new to it. So I'm pretty excited with the fact that, you know, only being on a couple of weeks, something, something kind of went forward there. Um, but yes, so we do these, you know, um, workshops where we talk about topics that have to do with, you know, video production and video strategy. We've had a few people, uh, hop into some of our, our open, open chats. So obviously we have our closed group for, uh, the real deal video strategist club. Um, so we do our stuff there, but we open discussions up to the public so people can invite guests and, um, you know, videographers can hop on and ask questions and, and yeah, so we've been having people join, uh, our program and our club after, you know, kind of being in a, in a session or two of clubhouse. So yeah, it's, I mean, it, again, it's a, it's a way of moving information and, uh, you know, information is easy to move on that platform right now, which is, is, is making people, um, make decisions, which is cool. Yeah, absolutely. Do you see, uh, do you see it being more successful for any specific types of groups or, or entrepreneurial ventures, or is it kind of like free for all? Everybody can win on this platform right now. I feel like I don't know about it enough to, to know. I know that it's working for us. I know that it's phenomenal for our industry. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I think time will tell. We'll, we'll see. Um, it's the wild goes, west but. right now, man. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's, it's, it's a fun platform. I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. That's awesome. Love it. Yeah. I know you were saying earlier, LinkedIn might have some competition and, uh, I, I agree because for so long, LinkedIn was kind of this, this forgotten platform and people would go on there, like find jobs or post up their job applications. And then people were kind of realizing, wait a second, this is great for marketing, uh, or not marketing rather, but networking with other people who I'm trying to do business with. And now if we've taken that and just said, here's the the straight line, the, the simple route that you can do that over here, take this little detour and you come to clubhouse, you know, why wouldn't you? You're taking out all yeah. these different guesswork and you're just jumping right in the conversation. It's almost like we've taken, uh, we've, we've capitalized on social media to fill the gap that in-person networking events have left and said, come to clubhouse. Yeah. It's, it's simple. It's easy. People are having conversations. People are sharing knowledge. It's, it's, uh, it's a great place to be. Um, and from a video standpoint, like the, the connections can be made, uh, and, and you never know what those connections and what, what doors those are going to open up. So yeah, undeniable right now at the powerful, uh, of that platform. Yeah. That's huge, man. Well, what do you, um, to kind of shift gears a little bit, what do you see like in the next year for, for not just your production stuff, but also for the program, because, no, undeniably, we are in a different kind of state 
a different market than we were prior to, to COVID. And I know that you've launched post COVID, but do you see things kind of shifting back a little bit to the way they were before or are the way that we're doing things now going to have some staying power and going to, to kind of hold and how does that affect the way that you're teaching people how to build their businesses with video? I think there's going to be, I think we're never going to go back to normal. I think it's going to be some sort of combination of where we're at now, or we used to be somewhere kind of right down the middle. Um, so what, what we're teaching in inside the club is, is to kind of prepare you for, you know, that the way the future is going to look. And if, if you're prepared to handle it now during COVID, you're going to be over prepared to handle it later when things get back to somewhat normal. Um, so as far as my video production business, um, I'm, I'm really getting to the point where I'm being extra selective about the clients that I take. I want less clients, uh, who pay me more money. Uh, so, and, and that's the focus right now. Um, and honestly, I think that if anybody that's running a video production company can get to that point, it's, it's a whole lot easier, at least it is for me. And it's a whole lot more enjoyable. So, um, that's, that's where I'm going to stay with my video production company. As far as the real deal video strategist club, we got a lot of stuff going on. So we actually just, we launched, uh, so all of our new students at this point go through a 21 day boot camp where they learn the basics of video strategy and they can, we teach them a specific package that they, they can sell very easily between, you know, 4,000 and $40,000 in all reality. So we just launched that. One of the things that I want to make very, um, different about our community is the ability for videographers who don't necessarily want to run ads to be able to network and partner with marketing agencies. So as it stands right now, our students, if they land a deal that needs distribution, needs to run ad campaigns or whatever, they can partner with my co my co-creator. And he can, he can take the videos and obviously run them. It's two separate transactions, two different businesses, but our members have the backup of knowing that if they say, listen, you need Facebook ads and the couple client says, yes, they have the backup of knowing that they have somebody that is, is going to be able to do that for them. Now, as our, as our group grows, which we're getting to that point now where it's, it's too, too much for one person to handle. Um, we're going to start to bring on other qualified and vetted digital marketers. Um, that way it's a community of digital marketers that are available to provide and, and give back up to the videographers and vice versa. If the marketers are, you know, landing deals, but they need video, guess what? We've got a whole network of, of, uh, you know, video professionals that can execute on the video. So, um, I want that to be, where we grow into, um, this year. Uh, cause I, I think that's an undeniable benefit to be able to lay out the plan and then have somebody to back it up. Yeah. That, that community aspect is, seems to be the, the common thread of, of successful programs where you can, you, you know, you have somebody to rely on. It's not just, okay, here's the skill set. Uh, good luck again. It's, it's really that, that through line with everything that you've been saying, where it's, if you're selling something to a client, a video, you want the logistics, you want to be able to say, 
here's your thing and here's how we're actually going to be able to make it work and get used. And if you're teaching all this information to the students, it's really like, hey, here's the, the logistics and the structure in place for you to make sure that you're going to be able to deliver. So it's really kind of having all bases covered. And I think that's so smart. Um, and I think that's why the real deal is going to have longevity as a program. It's, it's just awesome seeing um, all the different like non-traditional education that is rising because I mean, I went to college, I went to college and got like a corporate communication degree and have used so minimal of it in everything that I do, but I've gone through these different, you know, video programs throughout my time that have been life-changing. And so I know that what you're doing here is going to be able to deliver that to people also. I know it already has for two over 200 people. Um, and just being able to build out something that's actually going to actively help people is, uh, is awesome to see. That's why I respect the hell out of you, man. Obviously you kill it as a business owner too, but like just being able to, uh, give it full, pay it forward and kind of share the wealth in terms of knowledge is, is awesome. Awesome to see. Yeah, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's, it, it is exciting to, to be able to take what I've learned and give it to somebody and have them be able to, to make something out of it, which is, that's the goal, man. That's the whole goal of the club is to, to help people out one day at a time, one project at a time. <laughs> exactly right. That's exactly awesome. right. Um, now what I want to, what I want to kind of throw your way is anything about the state of video and what it means to help businesses win with video that if you didn't mention it after all we've just said, you would be, compl you would be remiss. Uh, the state of video is, uh, it's undeniably important. Um, and I keep saying that word undeniably it, it, because in our industry, it's really what it is. And, and the facts and the proof are there. Um, it, it's, it's necessary for everybody. If, if you don't have a video strategy, if you don't have videos in place, you're going to get left in the dust. Right. And, and here's the thing with anybody that's watching, that's a videographer. If you don't have a video strategy for your own business, how could you ever go sell video to anybody else? Like I, I David's got video strategy. I see his, his videos coming up all the time. He's got his podcast going on. Like that's a video strategy. He's moving information that says, you know, what he can do for somebody else. If you're not practicing what you preach, go work for somebody else, right? Go, go let them handle that stuff, but you gotta have that. And, and, and in all reality, every business out there, it's, it, it's your call. You, you can skip it. You really could skip having, having video, but guess what? The 21st century is going to roll into mid 21st century. <laughs> you want to stick in, you know, doing business the way you did 20 years ago. Good right? luck. That's your choice. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. You couldn't, I couldn't put it better myself. So I, uh, I, I think that's probably a good point to sort of bring that, bring that to a, to a close right there, man. I, I think you have said so much that is important and valuable to really videographers who are watching this right now. Um, but also businesses, because it's, it's kind of important to have the, the 360 view and the 360 perspective. It's important for videographers to understand the businesses that they're working with and how these things get used. And it's important for the businesses 
to understand how a videographer is going to benefit and play into what they're doing. So you've summarized all of that really well. And uh, I think that's such a great point to end it there is like, it's undeniable at this point. I mean, we are, we're 21 years into the 21st century, which is pretty cool. And it's, it's staying, man. It's only going to go up from here. So if you, if you are a business that's listening, get yourself someone that knows what they're doing and has the logistics planned out. Or can- yeah, that's, that's huge. If, if you find somebody that knows what they're doing and can distribute the videos and, and actually get your return, listen, that's, that's a win-win. So there you have it. You got to have a strategy in place and you got to be able to practice what you preach if you expect people to take you seriously. My biggest takeaway here is that you could be the best tactician in the world. You can know every trick in the book, every way to make something efficient and effective and powerful. But if you don't know logistics, you're never going to be able to achieve anything with that. This is such a core integral part of what it means to win with video because it's not enough to just have it. It's figuring out how you're going to use it. And that's something that I've been preaching since day one here. If you're a video creator, remember that even if you're staying in your own lane, have your eyes on what's going on around the road because that's just safe driving. (laughs) And if you're a business owner that's listening, understand that video is not a silver bullet. It needs to be put into a system. And if you don't have that system in place, make sure that the person who's trying to sell you this video understands that and can at least advise on it. Thanks again to David for coming on, having the conversation. Uh, If you liked what he had to say, if you're interested in the Real Deal Video Strategist Club, I'm gonna have all of his links in the description for this. If you're here watching on YouTube, make sure to leave a thumbs up, leave a comment with what stuck out and resonated with you the most. And of course, subscribe if you aren't already. I know that at least 50% of you that watch this are not subscribed, so do that for me. If you're listening in on Spotify or another podcast platform, Appreciate you tuning in. Make sure to leave a nice review because that would be nice. Of course, go connect with me while you're at it. I'm David Lasowski over on LinkedIn and follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Entrepreneur Bra. So I hope you like that one. If you haven't already, make sure to go check out the episode that came out before this and make sure to stick around because we've already got a lot more awesome interviews done, ready to be coming out week after week. But in the meantime, drink lots of water. Be nice to people, and as always, keep on winning with video.